Welcome back to season five of Ways to Love Your Money. We've got our resident real estate expert, Jonathan Olo, here on the show today. And we're going to talk about some spring cleaning of those finances and also looking at your home as to do I sell? Do I buy? What do I do? Do I relocate? I think those are going to be really important questions to ask ourselves through the conversation that you're going to hear from Jonathan and I. So uh, if you have questions, please reach out to us at questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S, Dawson.com. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to even get your feedback here on the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with uh, the interview with Jonathan. Do you have questions about Social Security? Let us help you maximize your Social Security benefits and minimize your tax obligations by clicking the link below to get your free Social Security analysis today. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. We've got Jonathan Olo here, our resident real estate expert, and we cannot wait to have our conversation with him. How are you, Jonathan? It's been so long since we've seen you. I am doing fantastic. Thank you, Elizabeth. Well, and I know you've been doing, you know, one Thursday a month where you're doing bingo, bingo happy hour. How's that been going? It's fantastic. We, yeah, we just had ours last week and uh, we, we had a, uh, a guest. Uh, we, I'm doing a host uh, every month now. You guys, uh, Copia was a sponsor last month. And then just recently, uh, last week, we had Lone Depot, Michael Stowers, and uh, we had some big money winnings. I think they did a $100 Amazon gift card. And you guys gave some really great uh, prizes for bingo um, for free consultations and um, uh, like free opening packets or, or something close to that. <laughs> well, and it's always thousands fun. Thousands and thousands of dollars. I know, price, right? I know, I know. You can't put a price on it and getting your financial wherewithal going in the right direction is priceless, right? <laughs> So Jonathan, what's what's new? What's going on? I mean, the the real estate market has been crazy, crazy. Uh, what have what have your experiences been? I know you said that you know this beginning part of the year, you've already done what you would normally do in a whole year. So um, that's an amazing feat. But don't stop now. Well, correct. Um, yes, I've I've truly been blessed and 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 thank my clients for the introductions and referrals to, to the people that really needed help uh, because we are in a very strong sellers market, which means, um, you know, it makes it a little more challenging for the buyers. But you know, my buyers have also been very successful. Uh, w one of the ways was looking in house of what our inventory is and some of our clients that were considering, you know, wanting to sell, maybe they're moving out of state and this is the time to do it. If you're, if you're right. thinking about moving out of state, well, then now's the time to do it. But uh, what we were able to do was successfully kind of like dating. We got those two, the buyers and sellers together. Uh, some of the buyers had already been putting offers out and getting beat out by 15 and 20 offers. So this was just wow. an opportunity wow. for our family to to successfully um, achieve their goals without having all of that other stress out there. So we were blessed that we did have some inventory that helped our buyers as well. That's great. Well, I think what you were saying before is that there's so many buyers out there and not enough inventory to buy. What's your experience with that with your clients right now? Is it only getting worse well, or is it is it kind of, you know, changing a little bit? There's a little bit more coming on, you know, because traditionally we come on in spring and people are thinking about things. But, you know, we're we're slowly coming out of the pandemic, which 
uh, was a fear for people not wanting to leave their home or have people in their house. And that was, you know, one of the big things that uh, was a concern for people. How, how am I going to, you know, be safe and what am I going to do? So, you know, if they were able to move ahead of time, that made it a little bit easier to get in there and show properties. But there's huge uh, constraints on, uh, or not say constraints, but um, guidelines for showing property these days. So, you know, funny thing, you know, you have to have a pre-approval. Funny thing, you have to, you know, be safe and say that, you know, you haven't had COVID or you don't show any signs. So it's just really prudent behavior that, you know, hopefully will continue um, after, you know, we're done with the pandemic and, and just really allowing people and into your home that are qualified to buy your house. Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. I mean, so Jonathan, has it been something that's actually made your business more productive and more efficient? It is in, in, in ways that you can uh, ask, like when a buyer's agent calls me, we're asking a little bit more in-depth questions. I mean, simple things like if you're, you know, selling a three-story townhouse and their buyer's, you know, 92 years old, why are you coming to this property? I mean, not that it's even discriminating, but it makes the agent go back to their clients and say, oh, did you realize there's three, you know, three sets of stairs? Oh, no, I want single story. Okay, why are you going in to show the property? Right, it right. It really right. does. Right. Well, you know, May is spring cleaning. You know, we're, we're kind of in our spring cleaning period of time. So if someone is thinking about selling or buying, maybe I'm selling first, what would you say from a spring cleaning standpoint, um, just to basically make the process that much more efficient, what would you suggest that they start doing? Well, I, I, I always am uh, having my clients basically clean their house out like they were moving. I mean, you have to set the intention, you have to put that energy, you know, out into the universe. So, you know, you're ready to go because in this market, it could be, you know, 30 seconds, or it could be three days, or it could be a week before you sell your property. So just get it ready, put it into pods. Most likely you're going to get more than what the list price is. So if you're worried about paying $150 for a pod, but you're going to make, you know, $25,000 more, you know, yeah. your life's going to be a lot easier making, you know, $24,750 rather than, you know, $25,000 because you've got this stuff out of your life or you, you know, are ready to, to move on to the next house. Well, so you know, it, it, yeah, it is spring cleaning, but it's also, you know, preparing the, the atmosphere and the universe for what you're intended, you know, sure. what, what you want to do sure. and what you want to accomplish. Right. And I, and I think it's about getting serious about it too. And I think that's a, uh, so many people, I, I mean, you just worked with some of our clients recently and they'd lived in their home, I think more than 30 years. 30, yeah, it was about 33 years. And 33 years and in a home, let alone three years or five years, but 33 years in a home. How, how was the process for their spring cleaning, if you will, to get them through? Life cleaning? Um, <laughs> It was actually, it was, uh, I, I drove out to, and in fact, uh, it was in uh, Los Angeles. And so uh, because they were friends and clients of yours, I figured, well, let's go out there, let's meet with them. And I gave them a consultation and mm -hmm. what the expectations were if they wanted to succeed. And they were very open to um, 
the being uncomfortable because they had to go through papers, documents, books. Mm -hmm. uh, their two children are, you know, adults now. So a lot of that stuff was there. Rooms were set up for certain ways that they were living their life. And I basically said, not that you have to stop living your life, but this stuff has to go. And yeah. uh, they followed all the instructions and, you know, they were successful. And we had 22 offers and, you know, many wow. were over the list price and, wow. you know, it doesn't make it easier for all. I mean, in, you know, people think, oh, how great you get 25 offers. That takes a long time to, you know, sure. to process, as well as the sellers having, you know, to pick the right one because they, they're lucky. And, you know, we were able to pick the right one that happened the first time, even though you have backup offers you know, you, you want to pick the right one the first time. So that first impressions, well, you know, is important. And that's all part of the consultation process, you know, and it even comes into um, people that are thinking about, you know, oh, I'm renting today, should I go out and buy? Well, I can't know that answer until I, you know, really know what your intention is. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you're paying the same amount of money in rent, and you're paying the same amount of money in mortgage, well, it might make sense to go out and go shopping. But if you're a person, that doesn't want to compete, then this might not be the market for you. Well, and I think that's been the concern of a lot of people out there, because if they sell their home, which we know that people are making a very big intention on where they're living today because of COVID. I mean, that's what COVID's taught us, right? We want to have, you know, our homes be our, our best sanctuary so that we can recharge. Um, but then the concern is if you do sell, even though you can get these higher price points and you might have 22 offers, which is phenomenal, um, what is the offset of that? You know, it's, it's the concern, like, how have you been dealing with the emotions of people saying, um, there's not much for me to find to buy to move because if I sell and what if there's not anything that I want available and where do I go from here? Well, I know you've had some creative things that uh, you've come up with for that reason because things are happening so fast today. Do you want to elaborate on that? Sure. Yeah. Then uh, this just happened recently with a couple clients that we had where uh, they had lived in their home for 20, 25 years, uh, older couple, and you know you just have that. Um, you know, I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but you have that conversation with them about what their options are. If you want easy button, well, then there's a price for that. If you want, yeah. uh, if you're willing to say, hey, I'll take a risk, there's a price for that. And then there's other options where, you know, people, you just have to think outside the box where, um, again, if I've got a property that they can jump right into, well, then I can make that happen uh, a lot easier than them going into right. another escrow and then, or not going into another escrow, but putting in offers and there's 15 people and then your properties on the market in escrow. Now this one has to move forward. So it's having those relationships with the other agents, knowing, you know, everybody's cards, uh, and how to read those up front. But one of the things that I've, I've really highly suggested to people that are gonna go through that process is put all your stuff in storage, sell your home and do an Airbnb. Because if you're yeah. not sure where you wanna live right now, well then go to La Mesa for a month, then go to Claremont for a month or go to Sarah Mesa for a month and try that out because they're fully furnished you have a bag and you can try it out rather than spending $800,000 for a house. Maybe you invest $2,500 and live in a neighborhood for a month and experience it. Right. And then maybe that great opportunity comes up that you might find your dream home. Yeah. And you're, and you're not, and you're not pressured 
to pick a home just because it's available. And it may not tick all of your boxes, but you know, this way, if, if you have that pressure off of you and your home is sold, and on top of that, you have dollars in your pocket, you can be a stronger buyer rather than being contingent. Who, what seller wants to take a contingent offer? Not many. And, well, and contingent just means that your house has to close in order for you to buy right. that house. So what are you going right. to offer them more than money? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, with that said, Jonathan, do you have a sense of urgency for people? Let's say they're, they're in the retirement years or they're getting closer to retirement. Is there a sense of urgency for people today when it comes to selling their real estate and possibly even relocating to a new place um, or a new area of the, of the country or something like this? Is there a sense of urgency people should be thinking about now versus saying, oh, I might just wait until next year or the year after? Um, do you, what are your feelings about that? Because the market is so rich right now, but once a lot of these uh, homes that are in, in delay that maybe should be foreclosed on or in bankruptcy, once those start to come to the market, we'll have more inventory. But um, do you feel that there is a, a sense of urgency today to get what you want now, to, to, to take the time investment to, to make sure that things happen today? Or, or do you think that they have a pause button that they can have here for a little bit? And if you and I could answer that question, we probably wouldn't be sitting here. We would be on a beach together, hanging out in the Bahamas or- Well, we can do that too. <laughs> okay, we can do that too, that's right. We've been good at what we're doing with our financial yeah. planning. So thank you, Elizabeth. Um, yeah. I, in my opinion, I think, you know, in the next six months, nine months, I think before the, the year end, we'll, we'll start getting more inventory, which means prices will level out. Will interest rates go up dramatically? No, I mean, because even getting a four and a 5% or 6%, you know, loan on a property is not bad. I know people are cringing right now going, oh my God, I can only do 2.7. You're like, really? really? We've you never know, had interest rates at 2.7 and anything under 3% we've never even had. So uh, yeah, it's just, it's it allows people to buy more. It allows them to buy more real estate with these lower interest rates. So that's again, why the re reason for the purchase prices have gone up as well. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, if you decide, you just have to be able to say, yes, I made that decision based upon the information that you and I gave them about uh, what the price of peace is all about. Um, yeah. Because if it's bothering you and you're nervous, well, then maybe you're a person that just needs to stay there. But I don't want to hear from you next year going, oh, I should have. Oh, oh, I well, know. I gave the information. Yep. And if you can't make a decision on, you know, to move, just push. I mean, my philosophy well, we did it on the last bit video where we said, push the envelope and do what you're going to do. And I ended up jumping in the pool. And I, I know you jumped in the pool in that. the middle of winter. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what am I going to do for Elizabeth's video this time? Well, I you know, know, it's warm enough, so I'm not going to jump in the pool. I won't do anything crazy. <laughs> but it but it really is, is you push that domino and, and you move forward and you work with people like yourself and myself to guide you. And, yeah. and again, the thing that, that I really like to get across to my clients is I'm not pushing a pen, you know, in your hand to sign any document. I want to look at the big picture. And if you say, Hey, I'm not going to sell this year. And we talk about what the pros and cons are. And if next year comes around and let's say the market takes a dump, and you're, you know, not to say you're stuck there, but if you really right. like your home, well then stay there, you know, refinance, do something that you want to do. But, uh, you know, it is, it's, again, if you're 
staying in San Diego or in California in general, depends on where you're going to go in California. But for the most part, if you're going to stay in San Diego, um, you know, it's going to it's going to be rough, but it doesn't mean it always is because there's always just different solutions. You know, I'm always thinking outside the box when somebody tells me no, that's not the answer. I mean, I'm going right. to push until somebody joked, somebody did joke to me. They're like, John, stop beating the horse. It's dead. Oh, it's not dead. I'm going to beat it until it comes alive, you know, and sometimes <laughs> it does. Resuscitate, so, resuscitate, resuscitate. Yes. Go get that embedded EpiPen. Uh-huh. Oh my there. gosh. But, but again, if, if you're going to stay here, you know, yes, if, if you feel like you want to, if you're going to down, let's say you're going to downsize and you want to sell your home and it's, you know, boom, sitting at the 1.3 or 1.5 or, or mm -hmm. 800, whatever. And you're going to say, well, you know, I really just want a one bedroom condo. Then, mm -hmm. then that might be the opportunity to do it. And, you know, with uh, proposition uh, 19 and all the things that are changing, you know, you need to talk to your CPA because it could be beneficial to you. Right. Right. You know, with all the new tax laws and, you know, pandemic and all these new um, things that are going on, you know, I'm not a CPA, but, you know, I would talk to your CPA as well. And that's usually why it works so much better for our clients, Elizabeth, is because we work in tandem with you and me and the CPA. So everybody's on the same page. So, you know, when you do buy or sell, they know what that answer is and, and what the calculations are and what their retirement looks like you know, before they even yeah. buy or sell. And, you know, Jonathan, we're almost out of time, but I do have one question that just is kind of like, you know, staring me in the head here. Um, people are selling and then moving completely to another state. How many people have you been seeing or have you read anything about this that they're basically buying in different states to, you know, maybe a, a smaller price point, but a bigger home or, or they're paying for their home in cash from the equity that they earned here? I, I know since COVID has hit that people today know that we can work in a virtual world and we could be basically be anywhere in the world to do the work that we do. Um, what has your experience been with people literally relocating out of the state of California? Have you had a lot of that experience or, or awareness from what your clients are doing? For, for, yeah, for me personally, I, I would say that maybe about 15% of the people have moved out. Um, but what I'm finding, because I also work Palm Springs and the whole valley, and uh, yeah, I'm actually in escrow right now for a client in the West Hollywood area as well. Very close friend. Otherwise, you know, I usually don't do that. But, um, mm -hmm. but what I'm finding is prior to the pandemic, people were thinking, okay, I need to downsize. I need to downsize. I, sh I should simplify my life, which we all want to do. But since the pandemic, I've been finding more people from the coast, San Diego, LA, San Francisco, uh, Oregon, even coming to the Valley. One, because our prices are a little more reasonable in the sense of what you can get for your dollar. And then they're kind of upsizing. And it's not to mega homes, but it's homes that have an office or a nursery or something right. because people are planning to say that if this happens again in the next three years or five years, I'm not stuck in the city and I'm not right. stuck in that apartment or I'm five feet away from, you know, somebody else's house. So I think people are right. looking at that kind of coming out, even in San Diego, they're going to say, you know what, maybe I'll go to Santee, maybe I'll go to Alpine, maybe I'll go to, well, not Borrego, but, you know, they could. Um, 
but that's what I'm finding. But then again, I've got a couple of people that moved to, uh, one went to Florida recently. She's on a road trip. She just closed escrow. She's headed back to Florida. One's in Minnesota. And the other one, it probably coming up in a couple months, uh, they're going to go back to North Carolina. So, but it's also very family driven too, because they're going to their aging parents. These are people that, you know, want to be closer to family. So I think that's part of the component. Is there one answer? No, it's, a, I think it's a component. And that's why I think when, when people meet with me and or in you, and we do that consultation, we're not just looking at the dollars. We're looking at asking those questions that come from the heart of mm -hmm. saying, what's important to me. Absolutely. And then we focus that around what's important to them. You know, sure, the dollars are important, but you're not going to get to that and you're not going to enjoy that unless you're, you know, you're really fulfilling what's not in the spreadsheet, but what's right in your heart. And, and, and that's all my, my philosophy of healthy, wealthy living is finding that those components then the other things will, you know, come along as well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan, so, so incredibly well said. And I think that that financial checkup is so important right now. And it's really the awareness of what you want in life. You know, what, how does it make you feel? Not a spreadsheet, but how does it make you feel? And where do you feel that you're going to be your best you? Uh, there's a lot of options for us today. And we have choices yeah. to make. And Everything's a choice. And the thing is, is make that appointment, which, you know, I, from day to day, I say, oh, I got to make that appointment with Elizabeth and I forget. So we're on the books for next month to look at, you know, our, our financial situation. We also are, are looking at our trust and our wills and, and things that change, you know, month after month. And especially with pandemic, that's, you know, one of the things I actually pulled it out today after thinking about it for two months and uh, yeah. just things to do. And just little steps. That's it. You know, if, uh, you know, who, whoever you choose to be your confidant and person that gives you education and, and, you know, the big picture of what you want to do, uh, you know, whether it's with uh, myself or a different agent, and that's where, you know, it comes down to, it's just, there are real estate agents out there that do the transaction, but that's not what I'm there for. I mean, my business is successful because of people like you and the people you introduced me to, and we all work well together, you right. know, with people with that same mindset. And sure, I've turned away people because, well, one, they're maybe a jerk and they just don't believe in in the whole philosophy of, um, you know, paying it forward and doing those things. And that's how I choose to live my life. I, I'm well, going to give up a deal, time. you know, just because somebody I, I'm not going to do a deal just to do a deal. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone should do a deal just to do a deal. But Jonathan, I think that, you know, this whole time of spring cleaning, so great to even talk about it because now reviewing all your financial documentation, review where your home situation is. There is an opportunity out there. We all have to live somewhere, but maybe now is the time that you really want to take a look at that because, you know, the world can change. We don't have the crystal ball. We know that the crystal ball is out there somewhere, but we don't necessarily know when, when, where, what, how. But I think that doing that spring cleaning, it's the end of the first quarter. We're now in the second quarter and it's, what are we going to do for the second quarter? What are our goals, dreams, and desires for the second quarter and maybe for the rest of the year? Um, so thanks so much for being on the show today, Jonathan. It's always a pleasure to have you, a ton of knowledge, so many great things that you talk to us about. And, uh, you know, we, we couldn't be more grateful to have you. Can I add one little note? And just sure, kind of going absolutely. back. Uh, and I'll take 
10 seconds. Um, okay. is, is you just popped it into my head is if you're able to open and close your own doors, take advantage of it because when the door gets shut on you for whatever reason, health, right. finances, the government, whatever it is, it's going to be a lot harder for you to open up that door. So, you know, explore that. If, if you've been thinking about it, you can control how the door opens and closes now. But once it closes and you don't have control, then usually it's not going to be, be in your favor. Yeah. Well said. Well said. If you've got okay. questions for Jonathan, this is the time to reach out. Reach out to us at questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S or give us a call at our office at 619-640-2622. If you want an assessment with Jonathan to kind of see what your house situation looks like, we'll be happy to get you in contact with him. And I think that information will probably be in this podcast as well. Again, thank you so much, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to have you. you. It's always a joy. So much, you know, healthy, wealthy living, you know, and, and it's, yeah. it's a joy to actually hear your perspective because it is a process. It's not just a transaction. Stay tuned. We'll be right yeah. back. As a thank you to all of our listeners, I would love to offer you a complimentary consultation with me, Elizabeth Dawson, and just click on the link below and you can schedule that time to meet with me. Take care. See you soon. Jonathan is always a joy to have on our show. Um, he has so much um, vision and the overall performance of his process is so incredibly important. Healthy, wealthy living. Um, but also identifying what's important for us to think about um, and how does it make us feel. It's not just a financial transaction on a statement. It's really about how does that transaction or purchase or sale of a home or buying even other homes, how does that really make me feel? Where do I want to be? Where do I want to end up? You know, even the conversation of, gosh, am I renting right now? Should I buy? It's really about who is... Um, who are you talking to, which is yourself, but what do, you, what do you feel? Is now the right time to do this or is it just time to kind of figure out where you want to be? I love the idea of if you're selling your home and you don't have another home to buy to go into, which is very much the market as it is today, but Jonathan's suggestion about staying in an Airbnb for a month or maybe two and just see that, that city or that area, if you really enjoy living there and if so, maybe that's your answer that the opportunity might present itself because you're spending time in that community. Well. I thank you for being a part of the show today. I thank you for listening and please send us your feedback. We'd love to know about it. If you have any questions about this and you want to get in touch with Jonathan or have us help you with a, a assessment of what your financials look like because it's now after the first quarter of the year and it's time to do that review, uh, don't hesitate to reach out and call us at 619-640-2622. Loved, loved the show. Take care. Bye-bye. provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.